Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, welcome to another episode of Inside Hoffmaster's Head with your host, Jim Hoffmaster. Hey everybody, how you doing? How's every little thing? I hope life is treating you as kindly as I think it should. Uh, what's going on with me? Well, I feel, I don't know why I need to tell you this, but I kind of feel I need to tell you this. Uh, some days have elapsed since my intro and the words I am speaking to you now. Uh, primarily, primarily because um, I, I've kind of got a, what's the phrase? A bug in my ear, a bee in my bonnet. I don't, I, I don't know the right phrase, but I've, I have had this desire uh, because I tried some weeks back uh, to do uh, this podcast a certain way and it didn't work, but I enjoyed the effort. Um, basically, I wanted to do it outside. I wanted to do it kind of walking, walking and talking. I wanted to do a walk and talk like... Uh, like the old West Wing uh, TV show, if, you, if you're old enough to remember that. Um, but it, it, it felt good when I first tried, and I tried a couple weeks ago, and it felt good. It uh, felt relaxed and whatever, but ultimately, uh, there's a problem. There's just too much noise. I live in Los Angeles, and uh, even, even if I'm, you know, kind of walking... Um, on side streets, I'm gonna hit uh, some fairly major streets with a lot of traffic noise and so forth. And I've never learned how to edit. As I guess you know, if you've been listening to this, I don't edit anything, um, and so that screws me up. But anyway, but the but the initial time I tried it, it was so appealing. I really wanted it to work again. So what I might do, I think sometime, is I might. Um, just try, I don't know, just sitting on my stoop or something and not walking, but just being, being outdoors. Anyway, you didn't need all that, but you know, you probably don't need any of this. So, you know, anyway, um, I do regret that it has taken a couple days between, um, my initial, uh, the initial intro and what I'm saying to you now, because, had had I succeeded in creating a podcast a couple days ago, it would have been a much happier, more positive podcast. And while I don't feel the need or the desire to be all positive all the time, you know, Pollyanna is not in my nature. Um, I, I do want to um, share happy uh, feelings and happy thoughts when I have them and not let them go by and not create the impression that I'm uh, sad all the time or in a bad mood all the time, because I'm not, you know. Uh, But anyway, uh, the reason uh, that I would have been in a better mood uh, if this had happened a couple days ago as opposed to now is because it's actually been, uh, acting-wise, audition-wise, it's been a pretty good period of time for me. In, in, less, in less than a week's time, uh, I had three auditions recently, 
a, a, a uh, one for TV and two commercials. And, um, and thus far, one of the commercial ones I just did, I just did yesterday. So that one is possibly, for all I know, is still uh, open. You know, it's still in the realm of possibility. It has probably not been decided on yet, or at least I can assume that it hasn't been decided yet. But the other two, uh, they won the uh, TV thing was a self-tape. I had to do it myself. Uh, uh, well, mainly myself. I, I called in my friend uh, Mike uh, McGill from Shameless. Uh, I, I called upon him to assist me as a reader, but, uh, but I basically... Uh, shot it and edited, edited, that's a hard word for me, edited it myself, um, and, uh, then there was a commercial audition that I also, uh, initially, uh, did the, uh, self-tape on my own, and they both went quite well, I thought, I mean, it, it particularly in terms of, uh, the issue I think I discussed, um, very fairly recently where where I'm I'm feeling challenged by the self-taping thing by the fact that I seem to I've learned how to do it I can do it but but uh, something seems to have gone missing uh, and and still even now there I can readily uh, I can find myself easily stressed out at any given point uh, from from you know not having my lines down well enough to, you know, feeling as if I'm, you know, wasting my reader partner's time to, uh, to just frustration over something, not uploading or downloading or whatever it has to do. Um, but, but these, these two efforts, the, these two self-tape efforts were, uh, were good. I mean, they came off kind of without a without a hitch, so so I felt good on that front, and I also felt good um, about uh, maybe as a result, uh, I also felt good about the work, you know, the actual content of the audition, which is the ostensible reason I'm doing all this other shit in the first place. Um, but anyway, uh, and nothing. Uh, basically, I, I did the um, I did the uh, shoot. Now I'm gonna not know the time. I'm gonna be loose on the time frames. I'm not sure it strictly matters, but um, I did the uh, cell tape for the uh, TV show uh, uh, over this past weekend, and it was due on Tuesday. Um, and the initial. Uh, the initial audition for the uh, commercial um, was uh, the callback. There was a callback, uh, and uh, uh, there was a callback on Tuesday. So the audition had been about a week previously, maybe about a week and a day, something like that. So, so anyway, Tuesday was kind of the big day. Tuesday was Tuesday was the um, uh, the cutoff. Uh, the cutoff point for when the TV audition was due uh, at at 9 a.m. I think, and, and I had turned it in on Sunday, and uh, and the 
call back for the commercial was uh, was that morning. So big day. Uh, so I did the uh, I did the callback. The callback was in the morning, and it was live. It was go to a place. I went to a place. I went to a place and did a thing. They pointed a camera at me, and I did things. I did things, and I'm not ashamed of the things I did. I was proud. Um, in all seriousness, I did a. a there was a point that did make me a little nervous. It still makes me nervous, even now, when I'm fairly experienced at, you know, auditions here in L.A. now, um, at least the kind I typically get. Um, but there's an aspect that I wasn't used to when I first, uh, when I first moved to L.A., because uh, I, I hadn't really experienced callbacks very often. Um, so... Uh, I just got a little notice on my phone or on my watch, and it's nothing. Um, but callbacks for <clears throat> excuse me, callbacks for me used to mean uh, auditioning for uh, community theater shows, going the first night, being told to come back the next night, and just doing the same thing. You know, reading scenes with different people, uh, but the same you know, the same things, basically. Uh, now, fast forward to to uh, auditioning for the things I do in Los Angeles, um, and particularly commercials, you get a call back, and early on I would walk in thinking, well, I'm just going to, you know, do the thing I, I did, because, you know, that's... Uh, you know, what's what's the what's the phrase uh, you know, dancing dancing with the one that brung you or something like that? Uh, you do the thing that got you there, except as often as not uh, for the commercial auditions I've done, you get the call back, you go, and you don't end up doing the first thing you did at all. They want you to do you know some other thing, and um, which is why you have to be uh, you have to be flexible. Um, because uh, uh, it can, and I, like I said, it, it has thrown me a little bit when I go and prepared to do the thing I did, hopefully maybe to do it even better somehow, um, and then to be told, oh, we're not doing that, we're doing this other thing. Excuse me, because it means, it, I guess the nervousness is you, you feel like, oh, shit, I thought I had proven myself, I'm going to have to prove myself again, you know, in this somewhat different context. Uh, but anyway, I say all that to say this. Uh, went to the callback, and indeed, uh, they didn't quite seem to know what they wanted to do initially. Oh, that's another thing I would say. Uh, if any actors are listening to this, I don't know why you are, but who knows, maybe you are. If any actors are listening to this, and you're relatively new to the business, and you're in a big... Uh, uh, you know, you're in L.A. or New York, you're in a big city. Uh, don't be the first on the call sheet. I know somebody has to be first on, or not the call sheet, on the sign-in sheet. Uh, don't do that. Somebody has to be the first one on the sign-in sheet, but it doesn't have to be you necessarily. If you can help it, don't do it. And I'll tell you why. Because at this callback for the commercial, the first person who signs up on the call sheet when they don't quite know how they're going to execute 
the callback is the guinea pig. The, the, the audition runner literally laughingly referred to the first person as a guinea pig. And you don't want to be the guinea pig because what, what actually happened at this callback, has, and I've seen it happen before, was that the guy went in, did the thing, came out, was released, which means you can go, and then they came out and said, well, we're going to do this different. You know, and so uh, that guy didn't, that guy might as well not have shown up, you know. But anyway, sure enough, the callback was different than what uh, I had done for the, um, for the uh, original uh, self-taped audition. And that made me mildly, you know, a little like, you know, stomach jumped a little bit like, mm. uh, but that was it, you know, and I went in and, and uh did the did the thing I was asked to do, and it basically was uh, the director uh, for the spot and the um, and uh, the camera guy, who was uh, also also the reader because uh, the the thing didn't have the spot didn't have any lines uh, specifically. Um, it didn't have any lines specifically, but it did. Uh, there was some kind of improvisational stuff. So he was throwing me things and I was supposed to respond. It's not my favorite thing, improvisation. Uh, I mean, I can, I guess I can kind of do it, you know, but I don't feel like it's my strong suit necessarily, but I did it. And uh, the director uh, chuckled a few times, which I thought was nice because there, there weren't like, Clearly, like I said, there weren't really any specific lines or anything. Um, it was mostly just reactions and so forth. So the fact that I got some chuckles from, from the guy, uh, I found very encouraging. And uh, he, he gave me a redirect. And, uh, and then I did that. And uh, he seemed to be happy, you know, with what he got. And sure enough, sure enough... By the end of, well, I don't even know what, uh, late afternoon maybe, um, I, I, got, uh, I got noticed that uh, I was on a veil. I got noticed from my agent that I was on a veil. And I don't know if I've talked about avails uh, in these podcasts, but essentially, I think it can kind of mean a couple things, but, I, but just for, for our purposes... It basically means you're on the short list. Uh, I have sometimes referred to it as a callback and a half. You have the initial audition, you have the callback. If you're on a veil, doesn't mean you've booked it, but it means you're, it, you know, in serious contention, in serious consideration. It could mean you're the guy, and they just want to double, you know, they they have to go around and get everybody's okay. Hey, the director likes him. Uh, does the client like him? You know, whoever has to say yes, you know, has to say yes, and then you're in. And sometimes it means you're the backup guy or one of the backup guys, that kind of thing, you know. And I, and I, from my vantage point as the actor, I don't know the difference unless somebody tells me, you know, unless, unless they say to my agent, you know, yeah, Jim is probably the guy, but hang on. Um, so anyway, 
I was put on a veil. And like I said, veils don't mean, they kind of don't mean anything other than you're in the mix. You know, you're, you're, you, you, you could potentially book it. So anyway, get the avail, and, uh, and then the games begin, uh, you know, because, uh, hey, it could happen, and uh, that was very exciting for me. It's always, a, you know, it's, there's always an element of uh, hopefulness at that point, but particularly these days, because as I think I've said in, uh, I've said in here before, um, or on here on this podcast, um, I have I have talked. I haven't cracked the I haven't cracked the nut yet. You know of of uh, getting getting from a a self recorded tape, a self recorded audition rather, to booking the job. You know, but this is. Uh, this is, I think, I think, my first avail, and and I would say at this point, uh, you know, because we're looking, we're into early Friday afternoon as I do this, um, and I think, when did I do the intro? I think the intro was, the intro might have been on Tuesday, like Tuesday uh, later in the afternoon or the early evening, I'm not sure. Uh, but it it was at a time where I still had hope. I still had hope. I still, uh, you know, uh, on on Tuesday, I thought, well, I might hear about this TV thing. I didn't hear, uh, and I did hear uh, on the commercial thing, you know, about the avail, uh, and that. But that was all I got on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday. Wednesday was kind of the day where I thought if I'm going to hear about anything, if there's still any chance left, Wednesday's, Wednesday really seems like the day. And, and actually even, I, I, that makes it sound as if I was hopeful all day Wednesday, but actually even by early afternoon Wednesday, I felt hope, hope fading really fast like uh, this didn't happen and uh, by the end of the day nothing had happened and so I do I have a guarantee no because nobody told me nobody's told me anything so so I it's one of the difficult things about what I do out here is that uh, oftentimes you well particularly what like with the TV thing nobody says you didn't get it you know, you only you only kind of hear if uh, if you are you are pinned for it, and being pinned for it, uh, pinned for a television thing or a, a, a theatrical thing, which means TV or movies, um, being pinned is the equivalent of the avail on the commercial end. Doesn't mean you have it; it just means they you're in the neighborhood. You could be close. It could be you, but it might not be you. Um, but other, but if you don't get pinned on the theatrical side, you're just not going to hear. You just didn't get it, you know. But you're not going to hear anything. Uh, on like on the avail side with the commercial, um, I'm almost certain. I'm virtually positive at this point 
it did not happen. It would have happened. I would have heard by now. Based, and I say that, again, not with 100% certainty, but with a fairly high degree of certainty because now I have done this for, you know, almost, almost 20 years. You know, well, okay, probably by the time I really got started, I'd say, let's say 18 years, you know, 17, 18 years. Uh, so, so you kind of get a sense. These things move typically, at, at least at the level I'm at, these things tend to move fairly quickly, particularly, you know, with the commercial thing, particularly after, you know, the callback and being put on a veil. Uh, it's not as if there's never been, I don't think, uh, I don't think I can say there's never been a time where I've waited a couple of days and then found I got it. But, uh, but at the point where you get a call back, then get in a veil, um, time is not on your side. You know, that's been my experience. The longer, the longer it is, the more likely you didn't, you didn't get it. And, uh, but, but in the case of a commercial avail, they, well, I, I, sometimes they don't tell you, you know, or you have to ask. Uh, but, but oftentimes they will eventually, because they're supposed to, they're supposed to release you from that avail. Because one thing, the, the avail doesn't mean very much other than, like I said, well, you're, you're in consideration. But on, on their end, what it's supposed to mean is that, is that they, they, want, they basically want what's called the right of first refusal. You know, so if you get another offer for something or whatever, you're supposed to communicate with them, like my agent would communicate with them and say, uh, Jim, you know, Jim has booked a, a this or a that, you know, are, are you going to... Do you want him or do you not? You know, that kind of thing. You're supposed to check with, uh, check with them. So, uh, but on their end, I guess they don't really have to release you from the avail, but they usually do. My experience is that usually they do, but it's so, it's so late in the process that I, in my experience, by the time I get released from an avail, by the time they tell my agent that, that, uh, Jim is released from the avail, which means it ain't Jim, you know, that somebody else booked it. Uh, I long since have figured it out. You know, like with this commercial, this commercial, I don't even know off the top of my head right now what day it shoots next week, but it shoots next week. So, so, you know, in, in all likelihood, I, w- I will not be surprised if, uh, if my agent communicates with me the, you know, the night before the thing is supposed to shoot, telling me that they have released me from the avail. And, you know, which, where my response will be like, oh, duh, got it, kind of figured, thanks. Um, so anyway, those, those, those two things, uh, they didn't happen. I'm virtually, I'm virtually sure of it. I'll, I will be, let's put it this way, I'm very open to being delightfully surprised. You know, if I were, I'm not going to get a call today, I'm virtually sure. But if I did get a call today saying I booked one or the other or both of them, why not as long as we're fantasizing, let's fantasize big. Um, I'd be up for being wrong and having that happen. Uh, 
So, but anyway, those two things didn't happen. But I got, I got close on the commercial, and that's, it's kind of nothing because, uh, you know, you can't, you know, getting close on booking something doesn't pay your groceries. You know, doesn't pay for your groceries at Ralph's. Getting close for something doesn't mean anybody says, "Hey, I saw, you know, I saw you, uh, I saw you on TV on the thing." Um, it doesn't really do much, except, except, I would say, I would hope that it tells the commercial casting person, you know, maybe reminds them that you, you know, you can, you can do something, you know, because you did, you know, you did enough to be, you know, almost in the winner's circle, you know, and actually, the way I say that makes it sound as if, gee, you were good, but you weren't quite good enough to get it. I don't think that's accurate. Uh, I think at the point where you get availed, it's just, they they just pick, uh, like, the shorter guy or the, you know, the, uh, the guy. I like the guy a little more who isn't the bald guy with the dark circles under his eyes, you know. Um, it's not anything you can do anything about, which is kind of a source of frustration for me because I have been, over my lifetime, I have been availed any number of times and um, this is where I wish I were more of a numbers guy because I would like to be able to say to you right now I over the years I've been availed you know I've gotten I don't know 50 avails and and uh, you know 30 of them ended up you know with me getting the gig and 20 didn't or or 25 you know happened and 25 didn't whatever you know I wish I had numbers but I don't but it feels as if um, over the years it it feels as if it used to be more likely that I would get the actual job when I got an avail now it's kind of hit and miss but mostly kind of more misses than hits it feels that way but I don't that's not I don't have the data so anyway, so enough of those two things. Those two things happened. The commercial thing was exciting for me, but for whatever reason, didn't quite get there. Uh, but I'm st- I still feel hopeful because I did about as well as you can do. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the self-tape got me the callback. The callback got me in a veil. And from there, it was just a crapshoot, I think. Um, but uh, anyway, put those away. Forget about those. Those are history. Uh, the audition I did yesterday uh, came up fairly quickly. I got a notice like in the evening for the thing the following day for yesterday. And um, uh, for, for the role of the dad, which... Um, which I've not been cast as dads very often. And at this point, I'm kind of moving into the granddad casting, I think. But, but for now, uh, I guess if, if I started late enough, I could still be cast as a, you know, as a dad with teenage kids. Eh, you know, anyway, probably adult children at this point. But anyway, anyway, I'm kind of babbling, aren't I? I'm trying to tighten this up a bit. Uh, 
so the audition happened in the morning. I was I was a dad, so when I got there, I was put with um, three other actors, playing my my wife slash the mom and and a a son and daughter, and uh, and uh, we had a little bit of chit chat. There were no lines. Again, another kind of improvisational thing. Ugh. I mean, I shouldn't do that. I should learn. I should be embracing, um, and be. I should be good at whatever I have to do for these auditions. But I prefer. I prefer having an actual thing and knowing what I'm, knowing what I'm doing, what I'm supposed to do. But uh, but anyway, we we had some, you know, little chit chat uh, in the lobby, and then when then they called us in, and and promptly, the actor playing my daughter uh, got anxious. She got anxious. Uh, it was her first live audition uh, in in the pandemic era. And uh, I've only had a few, but I have had a few at this point. This was like my third, maybe fourth, maybe. Uh, but this was her first. and uh, And of course... You go into the room, there were four of us, there were four of us, there was the camera guy, there was uh, maybe the casting director, I don't, I wasn't familiar with this place, so I'm not, but I assume the casting director. Um, and so six of us in a room, uh, and four of us, you know, because you don't audition with your mask on, so you had to take off our mask, and, uh, and uh, daughter actor uh, got got anxious and slightly accusatory you know like I didn't know that you know uh, we'd be so close and uh, I'm nervous and and I'm saying that pejoratively you could hear I, I'm, my annoyance a little bit because I was a little bit because I thought ah, this can't be a good this can't be a good thing being next to this person who's causing you know causing some, some stress for the audition people um and uh, and the camera guy, I don't think he quite had a tone. I don't think he did, but it was in the, it was a hair's breadth from okay, leave, <laughs> basically. I mean, that was basically what he said. He said, you know, if you're not comfortable, you, you know, you don't you, you don't have to stay if you're not comfortable. She opted to stay, um, and we did our little improvisational dinner table scene. And uh, and the camera guy was ready to call it good. He liked what he saw and was ready to call it good. Uh, but he and the other person, maybe the casting person, had a little discussion debate, and uh, and we did one more take. I frankly didn't feel like I did an amazing job with either one, but they seemed happy with what they got. Were very you know smiley and everything. And, and we left. So I frankly, for whatever reason, I don't think anything magical happened there. I wasn't very impressed with myself or with my family. <laughs> you know, I, they all seemed like lovely people, but I didn't, I didn't feel any magic happening in the moment. So I, I don't, I'd be surprised if anything happened with that one. That one, and that one was of the three auditions uh, it was kind of the lesser of the three because uh, one was a TV thing, network network show, uh, 
a co-star role, but a good co-star. Co-star is a smaller role as opposed to a guest star. Um, and it would have been a good thing. And, uh, and, and the uh, lead on the show is an actor I've worked with before, so that would have been fun. So anyway, that was worth, you know, that felt like a big, you know, a big, a big enough deal. Uh, the commercial, uh, Christmas commercial for, for a national chain, similarly, felt like a big deal, potentially a good amount of money. Um, yesterday's thing was an internet thing with a buyout. And what a buyout means, because the thing that people, uh, see, a lot of people seem to know about how actors get paid uh, are residuals getting paid at when the spot airs, you know, for commercials. Um, I'm still a little vague, even at this point. I shouldn't be, but I am. I'm still a little vague on what you get paid when or how much you get paid when. But the best thing is to a network, <clears throat> excuse me, get a little rough. A network national commercial is the thing actors really like to get. And, uh, and anyway, uh, in the case of, uh, yesterday's thing, it was an internet thing that would have a buyout, which means you would get paid a shoot fee, which is the money you get for working on the day. Uh, but then instead of, uh, residuals, they, you get a set amount and, and, you know, they were going to pay an additional I forget, I think something between five and six thousand dollars, um, which uh, sounds like a lot of money, which is a lot of money. I mean, that I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be sad, you know, if I booked this thing and I got that, I got that payday. Um, though, though, by the time, by the time taxes go away and your agent fee goes away, you know, you don't, of course, don't nearly get nearly that amount of money, but still, nice payday for one day's work. Uh, but of the three things, the least of the three things. So, you know, if I got to choose, now this is a semi-interesting question. If I got to choose between the three, and I had to choose between the three, uh, yeah, yesterday's audition would immediately go away because, you know, it's, like I said, it's the least of the three. Um, but of the two, this is an interesting dilemma because probably of the two, uh, uh, what would likely be a network national commercial that would it would only it was a Christmas theme commercial so it's not going to air like forever, but it'll air a lot over over the holiday. Uh, that probably would be the best payday. I'm almost I'm certain it would be the best payday. Uh, but it's not really what you want to do as an actor. You you know you want to. You want to be on the thing that people are watching, not the thing that people are fast-forwarding through or, you know, cutting out. Um, so, and the and the TV thing just had the promise of being something a little more a little more fun, um, but it wouldn't be as much money. So, I, you know what I think though? I think at this point, um, I I want if I had to choose in a perfect world, I'd get both. You know, and that would be great, and I'd be happy as happy as a pig in poop. But uh, I think if I had, if I got to pick, probably the TV thing, even though it wouldn't be nearly as 
likely it wouldn't be nearly as much of a payday uh, because that's the thing you want to do. Anyway, uh, man, I've gassed on for a long time now and uh, there were other things I could talk about, but I'm not going to because I think I've taxed your patience enough. Hey, folks, if you want to, if you've been listening, if you've been enjoying this, I don't know, you know, if if this is interesting, uh, consider subscribing and helping a brother out because uh, I am kind of doing this uh, just for, you know, just for fun, but no, not really. Kind of just for fun, but also just for money. <laughs> Did that make any sense? Uh, I, I, I started this hoping I could turn it into something, and it hasn't really turned into something yet. I got about a half dozen people who are, who are uh, ponying up a, a little dough, uh, some friends and well-wishers, and I thank all of you. Who, well, you know, uh, no, I, I, next time, next time I'm going to mention names, but, but right now I gotta, I gotta just power through this. So if you want to be a, a, a subscriber, like my good half dozen people who I love more than life itself, uh, are, are, are subscribing, uh, just feel free. You can subscribe at 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 a month. I might suggest the $9.99, that just seems crazy. If you don't know me, you know, if, you know, in a personal way, uh, don't do that. Do the $4.99. Or, or if you just want to, you know, say you did something, the $0.99 cents fine, too. Anything, anything helps. Also, too, I do cameos. Did you know that? Fun little videos for the shameless fan in your life. In fact, I, I'm, I'm doing one later today. Uh, people seem to really enjoy them. Uh, people people enjoy gifting people with them, and I enjoy doing them. So it's a lot of enjoyment there. So if you want to be part of all that enjoyment, just go to cameo.com forward slash shameless Kermit and sign up today. Take care, folks. Hope Again, hope life is treating you well. Be safe out there. Watch out for that Delta variant, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.